0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: I'm talking about straining for that logo on the side of your helmet and not the name
2: on your back. Yes, sir. Because yes, sir. we know what it represents. It represents everybody here, you
1: see, yes, and everybody you can't that we've talked about. Yep. I'm here to strain with you, man. I swear to God, I'm here to strain with you. Let's go. Everything you got, strain with go everything you go
2: got. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Mills on three. One, two, three. We're We're
1: We're going. Going.
2: You're listening to the Off Tackle with John Fita show with your host, Joe Miller. Well, good evening everybody. Happy Victory Monday to you. Welcome into the Off Tackle with John Fetus Show brought to you by Q42 on the Buffalo Rumblings Multicast Network. John, AFC AFC East champions two times in a row since you were a Buffalo Bill. First time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
1: happy victory monday! victory
2: monday victory tuesday victory wednesday victory, victory thursday day. victory every day man yeah, so baby. it's hard to believe that uh first time they've won the afc east championship at home in 26 years 95 but it's the first time they've been actually it might be longer was it your last year you guys went to the super bowl as a wild card team so you did not win the the, the dolphins won the east that year if i'm not mistaken so it would have been the year before you were drafted and the year after you were drafted, right? So it would have been your first year and the year before AFC Correct. East Shears. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, crazy.
3: That sounds right. Cheers. Uh, I'm in a hotel in L.A., and I should have grabbed a cup from the bar. This looks like a shot glass in my hand, but it's plastic. <laughs> I can't drink okay. out of that. Okay, that. Not I'm with- on Victory Monday, baby. Oh, it landed right on the light. Oh, I couldn't do that again if I tried. <laughs> holy crap i'm gonna start a fire hold on i gotta be right back i don't want to fire if while no john house...
2: is doing that i will start beginning to talk about start beginning to talk about that was not a good sentence i will yeah. start talking about our show sponsor and you know the best thing about you know bill's mafia and bill's games and just western new york and you you talked about it in a tweet that you know the guys that are out there the guys and the girls that are out there and i got a lot of friends and i know you do too they're out there when it's five degrees 15 degrees you have one finger, one degree one tailgating, friend. and the it comment you friend. made. Yeah, the comment you made. Your one friend. The comment you made was that they're the life, lifeblood of Western New York, and the lifeblood of this football team, and it's true. And just you know, the way that they come together, and the things that they do, and it gets lauded on national TV, and just the way that they tailgate, and the food that they cook, and the way that it brings people together. Do you have any like crazy memories about tailgating?
3: Well, you know, mostly I was in the locker room getting ready for the game.
2: Yeah, but the players sometimes I'm drift through. I was just kidding. No, so, yes, I was going to say, we've heard I stories do. of McDermott like uh, w- think, working I, his way I, through the parking lot.
3: Yeah, I think I told this story before, but, you know, we have such a huge listening audience now. It's worth repeating. <laughs> I, um, When you leave the Bills Stadium, it, you're stuck in traffic yeah, for a yeah. good God long time. And uh you know you after a game you get so tight and you're you're cramping up everywhere and i'm stuck in the parking lot and i this group of people from batavia they recognize me and they're like hey you want a beer and i'm like i'm awake aren't i so (laughs) they're like come on over so i pull over jump out of my truck and started hanging out with this this family of friends uh from batavia right and that was my tradition after every home game win lose draw i you know rather than just sitting in the damn line trying to get out one bill's drive on my way home i just pull over and hang out with my batavians (laughs) and uh you know every
2: time same people every time same
3: people every time just you know, and they'd give me some food and we'd have a few beers and hang out. And I, I think going to what you said, most people, yeah. Okay. The Buffalo bills, uh, tailgating experiences, you know, epic, right? Everybody goes on about it, but what they don't know is tailgating when it's one degree outside mm-hmm. the preparation that goes into it, the pictures that we see, I love it on Twitter, man, game day, people, uh, Iman sending the pictures of his, uh, uh, the beef that he's smoking on the weber and yep, yep. everybody's doing the the prep that goes into it the passion and people just milling around like hey man what would you what you bring how you cooking it what's your prep like right you know and that's that's the way i cook too you know I'm, I'm looking at food i'm coming up with new ideas or you know just trying to make the something i made the last time even better and i it's just such a camaraderie yeah and really meanwhile it's 20 degrees outside everybody should be home and they're <laughs> snuggie right
2: well i don't own a snuggie but if you own one i applaud you for that <laughs> they don't make them
3: my size bro
2: <laughs> well the cool thing is this q42 has been at every single home game this year not only with iman but other tailgaters around the, the parking lot it's been uh showcased obviously at you know in twitter and social media pictures around the country as well from people eating at home and barbecuing at home uh and we're just super happy and proud to be uh repping q42 so if you're looking for great barbecue sauce great honey carolina honey sauce uh the rubs he's got all the rubs he's got all the stuff if you're looking for those types of prepping materials uh run over to q42barbecue.com q42bbq.com use the promo code phoenix show and uh get 15 percent off of your order and hey. be just like bill's mafia
3: yeah and know. let me add on to that too i mean you know what? Skip the craft, right? Skip mm. the major manufacturer, not just because yeah, yeah. Q42 ingredients are even better, but support your local.
1: Yeah, You know, sure.
3: I'm always, it's getting harder and harder to do in a corporatized America where you can hardly find a restaurant that isn't owned by, you know, someplace out of Minnesota or California, yeah. you <laughs> know, support a local product. I, I look, I don't price shop, um, my barbecue sauces. Uh, I think Iman's prices are in line and yeah. why wouldn't you, Yeah. you know, why, why wouldn't you support local and, you know, that keeps Western New Yorkers in jobs and you know, you're and it. And it's a, it's a discussion point too. Yeah, man, try it. I love it.
2: It's awesome. So go get some Venus show 50% off, but back to the show. So, or I guess we're starting the show. So everybody, Mm -hmm. just in case you're wondering, you can super chat us and comment us and uh, ask John a question or give him a comment. We're going to be talking about the Buffalo bills versus the New Jersey jets. And this win that, uh, Effectively, we 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 won the East. Now we would have won the East anyway because the Patriots lost to the 90 <laughs> Dolphins. <laughs> but regardless of that, uh, we 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 got luck—not lucky enough. We came out of that game. How are you? Let me let me just ask that question. How how has that game left you at this point? What like where are you in your feelings?
3: feelings so you know it's curious is my daughter is way more important than any football game as your daughters are yeah so i missed the first half because i was at country dance lessons nice for our uh, you know my daughter volunteers and they do a big party in february and all the dads and daughters go out and we do some country Mm two-stepping so i missed the first half and it's been pretty hectic so you know funny thing about it is I, I just have this anxiety now because of our show to dive into the film. And the damn replay wasn't working when I had time to do it. Yeah. So I'm kind of like freaking out. And then I finally got the condensed version up and I'm watching it. And I'm like, yeah, hey, I got an hour and 15 minutes. That's plenty of time. I could zip through it. And I just I just get soaked all the way into the screen. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I look up and I'm like, holy crud. It's, you know, 13 minutes of the show. But by and large, uh, you know, the feeling I get is the fact that there's no easy game. Mm. And there were parts of that game that were ugly, but I don't care. You know, in the end, you look at the final score and it goes in the right column, you know, the W column, the dubs. And that's all that matters. And uh, that's a kind of a beastly defensive front that uh that we face so i like that aspect of it it makes me feel good about going into the playoffs and especially patriots coming off a stinging loss and us playing against i you know i'd say pretty formidable front seven even though yeah. cj mosley's play was um a little vexing to me i couldn't quite understand it why do you say that i respect that guy man i've watched him a few games i'm like oh He's he's a monster, right? He he reminds me a little bit of Tremaine, Tremaine Edmonds. You know, he plays beautifully in the field, and he fills well. He's mm. got great mm. body control. Right? You know, he's just an incredible athlete. And I think you look at the Buffalo Bills and you want to defend against Josh Allen and ostensibly uh, a throwing attack where we try to expose the middle of the field with Beasley, right? Crossing routes, mm-hmm. and they were playing every run in the first quarter as if every run was a play action Mm. cj mosley was at six yards and he wasn't stepping up even when the ball was handed off so we had a lot of success in the run game because i think they just wanted to tighten up that that uh you know kind of five to 15 yard window right i say between the hashes but even tighter than that because we love to expose that area and it bit him in the butt Uh, you know we had we had some failures on the offensive line and in some running plays but when it mattered and when it hit uh, you know we, we got to that second level and that's five six yards to carry when you do that
2: yeah we're going to talk we're going to talk some tonight just about Devin Singletary and I think I sent you just in some notes you know I want to know is it is this a situation of where is it Devin Singletary is he playing better is it the offensive line and we'll get there is it the scheme is it the play calls like what's going on um so like don't give anything away necessarily yet but for me this game was uh, frustrating at times, uh, you know, and it's funny because going back now you watch the game and you're emotionally enveloped in the game, right? So it's, you're just, you're just all in and you're sucked in and you got to win because these guys are representing my hometown and they represent me and I don't have a Bill's tattoo, but I wear their clothes and their hats. And if they lose, then it's bad on me and I have a bad Monday and blah, 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 blah. You get all done <laughs> into, into these cycles. Um, but what's funny about it is, you know, thinking about, it was probably in the third quarter, and I, and I and I just for some reason clued in at that time to the wind whipping off the side of my house, howling off the side of my house. And I'm six miles in a straight line, you know, 20, 15 minutes from the stadium. So I know that the wind was a bigger bigger factor yesterday in that game than what the media was even making it out to be. Now, it wasn't the Patriots game. It wasn't the Eagles game for 2019 where it was 55 miles an hour, but it was windy. And as I kind of processed through it, and I've got somewhere else I want to go with this too. As I process through it, it was pretty obvious to me that the Bills were good in the first quarter when they had the wind. They, they drove the field twice, no problems. Second and third quarter, they were against the wind, had all kinds of trouble. And that's when the Jets, as bad as their offense was, did quote unquote something. They didn't do much of anything, but they did something. And then you flip it again for the fourth quarter, the Bills get the wind, and all of a sudden they can drive the field again, whereas the Jets couldn't. I wonder, and I have to think that the wind played far more of, a, of an issue in that game, than what what was let on. For me, the problem that I have with it is why is Josh Allen dropping back and throwing the ball forty five times, forty five times in that football game when Devin Singletary in the first quarter was running the ball well. Why not just give give the kid the football? Here you go, Devin. Take it. You you talk about it all the time. Three yards, four yards, five yards up the middle is better than an incomplete pass. Two incomplete passes in a row. I mean, there was one point I'm you, I'm sure you saw the graphic where they had like Allen's fifteen last throws and he had only hit on two of them. It's like at what point do you stop throwing the football with the wind or in the end of the wind? But
3: I don't yeah, know. so I, I'll disagree with you a little bit. I think that, you know, your kind of seven to 14 yard throws are are safe, but you got to gotcha. be able to, you got to, you got to have, um, you got to really suck them up on the play action. And yeah. It's got to yeah. be a quick dump. One thing we, we, we are lucky. Uh, you know, I, I saw Zach Wilson make just like come with some of the most ridiculous, uh, non-reads holds scrambles and then get you know thrown to the turf or throwing out of bounds when he could have done it you know five (laughs) seconds earlier so we don't have that guy which is good for us it's it's hard to say um to me i'm a ground and pound kind of guy right so i think when you know and dable's up in the booth so, maybe they'll be saying, Hey, man, the wind's howling down here. Now, a few of those incompletions look like, and the, the bigger concern for me is not that we're throwing the ball and we should be running the ball in the wind, was some of them were, you know, receivers going this way and the ball's over here. And mm-hmm. there was a disconnect. Oh, yeah. On, there was just
2: a couple series. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah,
3: there, there were multiple disconnects where. Hey, man, I thought you were going to go that way, and you went this way. And it wasn't
2: one guy. It was Knox. It was all, it was all mm-hmm. of them. Beasley, like there were seven. Gabe Davis, and Alan was clearly frustrated.
3: Yes, and that to me is something that they're sorting out, or they've already sorted it out. Today's Monday, right? They've been in the yeah. facility for four hours going over that film. Right. Or, or at least that's what I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's live by the sword, die by the sword, or live by the sword and you know, death by a thousand cuts. Uh, right, so, right. you know, you can't you certainly can't abandon the 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 passing game in the elements, the wind especially. But you could have dialed it down a little bit more. they had a really cool play. and I think they could have come back to it with a um, they faked a power to the left. Spencer Brown floats out into the flat, you know, not downfield mm-hmm. and. You know, they popped a little screen pass over there. It was good for three or four. Yep. So I think when, when you are facing the elements like that, I don't mind a couple passes. I'd like to see them a little shorter, some more stop routes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, you looked how um, Stefan Diggs didn't get the touchdown pass, but he beat Eccles on that left sideline going down, right? To me, this is a situation where if if you have a high wind – if you're concerned, you start throwing the ball, and then the uh, the corners are sitting on the routes, and the safeties are going to start looking at the eyes and cherry picking. Then it's time to you know stop, go, and see if you can toss one up a little bit that yeah, they can double, run, they can double run underneath. Yeah, but I, I think it is a challenge trying to throw that longer ball on uh, a tighter trajectory rather yeah. than a yeah. you know bigger loft.
2: Jerry Jerry O reached out to me because I put there was the one deep ball that he threw I think it was in the third or fourth quarter and and it just goes back to and and I I referenced in through Twitter I said you hear me on my show talk about some for some reason situationally at a bad time Josh Hound decides I'm going to throw this one 60 yards downfield and that was another one of those moments to which I yelled why at the television like while the ball's in the air I'm yelling why. Why do this now? Right. Third and three, he's throwing a bomb, you know, from his own 35-yard line and, and misses. He hasn't hit one of those yet this year. And Jerry O kind of was like, you know, if and and he is he said things that I've said before too, which is if you love Josh Allen's kind of off script mentality, Schwagger. I mean, yeah, yeah, if you love it when it works, then you gotta go with it when it doesn't work. And I agree with that. It just seems sometimes he uncorks one and then he doesn't hit on them. That's the hard part. If he hit on them once in a while it'd be different but he just uncorks one and i don't know if he's trying to loosen the defense up there might be something more strategic to it strategery yeah that, that i'm not well, necessarily and it's seeing.
3: hard to know too because we always look at the end result which is the pass the long pass but right right that could have actually been the second or third read sure you sure. know and if if they're if they're covered underneath you got to get rid of the ball i'd rather right. have them get rid of the ball with a you know 50 50 shot at it than run around in circles like Zach Wilson and then, you know, throw it out of bounds after everybody's like exhausted hands on their hips dying because your quarterback's being a goofball. Yeah. My, my bigger metaphysical and psychological question is when you, Yell at the TV, you don't hear voices come back, do you? Because
2: <laughs> just the broadcasters.
3: <laughs> okay, well, you missed a super chat earlier, just so I, you know, because we have oh, one. Now I from did,
2: that's right. Triggs, Action, that's right.
3: Action Jackson, but sorry. before Action Jack, Triggs. Yeah, yeah, sorry,
2: yeah, Triggs. Sorry, so thank, thank you for the super chat, Triggs. I apologize that uh, I got caught up in, in John's beautiful eyes. I was totally just enamored these and are like, eyes. yeah, I cry and these eyes have seen a lot you know, of a lot. love,
3: anyway. but going to see like Henry. First,
2: cut. Con- <laughs> First concert I ever went to was uh Burton Cummings from The Guess Who, a 12-year-old uh, kid. My dad's favorite band was The Guess Who. Triggs asks the questioner. He says, fourth quarter Josh Allen showed up once again to finish the game. That's actually a very, very good point because this football team
3: Well, I'll take it. How, so we, you you talked about first and fourth quarters. We had the wind, right? Yep, so, yep. you know, I think about it like farming. You know, you gotta harvest when the wheat is ready, and you know, when you know
2: it's good. Here's right? here's here's what I want to ask. We, we as uh, content creators that haven't played the game and Mm -hmm. there's a slew of us, the majority of us are not you content creator who has played. The majority of us are talking out of our behinds. We constantly use phrases like, you know, uh, uh, sustainable words, like sustainability. So what, how I've won in the past is going to determine how I'm going to win in the future. We've seen the bills this year a lot. Keep, Keep teams close, not on purpose, but for whatever reason, stay close to them, one, two, three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter, put three possessions on them. And then everybody walks away. The stat mongers walk away going, well, the Bills won that game by three possessions. They lead the league in point differential. It's like, well, it's kind of an aberration because for three quarters of that game, they may have been losing or or close. So is this sustainable? Yeah.
3: Well, it, it certainly is, especially in the playoffs, right? Because you're going against, uh, you could think about the games that they've won. This past game is a perfect example where you fight the struggle. Now, right. whether you conjured the beast yourself or it's an actual beast, either way, you've overcome it, right? So yeah, yeah. it's a good mental, you know, you're probably better off winning every game that you win in a in a more rugged and tough fashion than if you want them all by 28 now right. as a player i want to win them all by 28 and as a fan like you i want to win them all by 28 but it's in the not first like quarter that.
2: i want to win them by 28 in the first quarter i don't want to
3: i, I totally agree man I, I hate a close game it this gives is, me the agita
2: this the sustainability part for me is just it's one thing to win football games play football win football games and then once in a while you've got the horses to like take a three possession lead in the fourth quarter. We can do this versus Mm -hmm. this is how we always do it until the one time we don't
3: No, I I understand. Uh, And I get your feeling, but you know, finding a way to win is a good resource to have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, rather than just waxing everyone. So I look, I'm with you. I I, I would rather it be a little more uh, beautiful you know yeah, than yeah. it is yeah but the reality is the one-on-one matchups are are an sob week yeah. in and week out there mm-hmm. are no slackers i mean every time you line up every time you strap it up that guy across from you is a beast and if you don't think so if you take a playoff, if you mentally have a lapse if you're not thinking about or Planning your first step, your hand placement, mm. watching the movement of the, the the adjustments of the linebacker. This guy goes soft. The cornerback walks up. Safety rolls. Mm. I mean, you you just you can't uh, you can't overemphasize the, not just the physical tax that the game takes on you, but the mental tax if you're right. absorbing everything and processing it like that, like that, like that, like that it's an, it's crazy
2: <laughs> Anna, i had a uh, airplane two moment there can snap just like that like that like that like that i'm sorry
3: like this and like that and like this uh, action Anna? jackson why don't we just why don't we just sing the whole show it's like because <laughs> that would be bad you're a much better singer than i am uh, but easy. i can pull out the baritone there i believe, believe there were zero We well, gotta say who it was first. so was like, action yeah, jackson yeah yeah. i did chat. i said that you were
2: listening now 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 read the read super chat <laughs>
3: I believe there were zero called Josh runs last game, which is a curious thing, right? Playoff time. I expect us to open it up and unleash the full power of our offense, which, if we're being honest, is lethal when Josh has the run threat. We will take all comers. Damn. I love it.
2: This is a great this is a great comment from Action Jackson. Um and bro, thank you for the super chat. Yeah,
3: so man, thanks.
2: Do you ascribe or, do you ascribe to the notion or the belief that you were in the locker room? So I I've, I've seen it on Twitter a couple of times today. I think I even saw it on uh NFL Game Day or one of the NFL Now shows that were on uh, this afternoon. Um do you believe the notion that like the Bills they were like trying to keep things close to the vest. They didn't want to put like stuff. They're they in a wildcat play. But me- meanwhile, mm-hmm. people are like, they're trying to like keep all their like stuff close to the vest to not get the page paid- or whoever they're going to play like any ammunition. Do you believe in that? Is that why there was no like call? No, with Josh I, I
3: guess I would believe in that if we were a very vanilla offense, Uh but we have tried and done a, a lot of an incredibly creative stuff. I don't know if you went back and counted, but uh Sweeney was on the field quite a bit in the first quarter we ran a lot of heavy yeah and we we don't run a lot of heavy now is that because of defensive ends we're concerned about Knox one-on-one up and with the defensive ends is that why josh uh didn't have a lot of called runs because that front four and mosley who you know disappointed me a little bit in the game i don't want to send my guy into those guys i i don't i don't see where they're soft anywhere so Action Jackson, you know, that that could be a smart look for yeah. Dable. Hey, this is not the group we want to send the big guy into. Even though, by and large, he hits most of his runs off tackle, it just could have been a little bit, you know, we'll shake it up. We saw a little bit of screen game. Uh, good, which, screen, good
2: screen game. Good Locked screen up game. Well, well, you
3: know, it's funny because, you know me, or maybe you don't, I will watch a play. I watched that screen to Devin Singletary on the left side I think I ran it 12 times. And that's my problem is I only got there like a quarter of the game because I get sucked into a play and I watch every – I watch the play twice, try to figure out what's the goal here. And then I, I go back and I watch each offensive lineman, and I watch the defense, who's dropping, who's pressuring, are there right, games right. up front. And right. like truly all of us content creators should behave that way if mm-hmm. we want to understand the game a little bit more than platitudes. Which platitudes are okay? They're entertaining. They sell tickets. You know, to yeah. podcasts, you buy tickets. Negative. Um, so going back to what Action Jackson said, you know, I, I think it's going to be uh, on a per game performance, uh, per defense performance. You know, it's nice to to say, all right. Well, are the New England Patriots going to say, well, Josh isn't going to run this game? Yeah. Um, Har. You know, I think their their best bet is to look at what we did against them the last time and figure out where they were weak and where we were strong and try to kind of make those pieces come together but i so going back to what i was saying about that screen to the left it was a great play the result was great but the timing was a little goofy
2: we, we had that i believe i had that play so we're going to talk about it
3: yeah the timing was a little bit goofy and guys just didn't really kind of know where to go when to go there was a little bit of looking around one the the one offensive
2: lineman was like oh they're coming
3: Yeah, they're coming (laughs) here we go motor downfield."
2: don keith asked the question are we going to ignore the punting issues we are not uh we can talk about it i'm sure the bills are going to ignore it and here's the thing and john can speak to this more ignore
3: it like you think they should cut hack and get somebody else right now
2: so the the problem is this so The easiest way for me to describe this to Bills Mafia is this. Matt Hawk was the holder last year in Miami. Their place kicker there, his name escapes me, had a very good season. Matt Hawk leaves for Buffalo. And the Bills jettison Corey Bajorquez, who we know was not a very good placeholder last year for Tyler Bass and the year before that. He was not good. So Matt Hawk comes to Buffalo. Tyler Bass, when he kicks, has an extraordinarily good year. The Dolphins place kicker. Who has a new placeholder who is not good, has a bad year. Corbo Jorcas goes to the Green Bay Packers, and wouldn't you know it, Mason Crosby is having the worst year of his career, and it's largely because of his holder. So the problem is this, and I guess the question that I would pose to you, John, right? The oh, question God. I would pose to you is That's
3: special teams
0: question.
2: <laughs> you play you play <laughs> you play.
0: Yeah, you, play
2: I'm <laughs> you played them. Is there a reality? The Bills, I believe, have a puncher on the practice squad. We've seen NFL teams have a place kicker and a kickoff specialist, a kickoff guy. Is there a world where Matt Hawk stays on this team through the playoffs to hold and they bring in a different punter?
3: I don't know. I don't pay attention to that cap space cut thing you obviously – you're going to have a guy who's a specialist. Now you have two specialists. Somebody else is not going to make the 53-man roster for game day or you, 55. You, you
2: can't them. kick a 20-yard punt from your own – backed up in your own – right, all, right, all right, all right, all right, okay. the all right. Chiefs, against who, who the is, Chiefs. Who is, who if, the, if you do that against the Chiefs, the Chiefs are scoring a touchdown every time.
3: Okay. So, look, who is our super chatter? I want to address her by name. No, it wasn't
2: a super chat. It was just a it was just a comment. It was Donkey.
3: No, no, no. Oh, is it Don? Oh, yeah, okay. he's Don yeah. right here. All right. Well, then I won't. No, I'm just kidding. So, Don, um, <laughs> here's what I'll say to you. So, he hasn't been great all season, but he hasn't been this bad. All right? You ever heard the expression, wake-up call, hit rock bottom? I mean, I don't expect he's going to drop a snap again. You know, obviously, I want the snap right here as a punter. It was or a little to his left.
2: It was a little, you know? to
3: was a little bit to the left. Yes. Catchable ball. Yes. I am guessing, and I've never coached any punter or holder for that matter, is job first, catch the ball. Right. So I actually only saw that <laughs> that one, which we ended up kicking it. was awesome. <laughs> I mean, put up a tent. <laughs> Barnum Bailey, right? Right, right. So, yeah, you know, I mean, how do you want to address it? I, I don't agree with you. I don't think you bring in somebody to punt right now. I think, you know, he's been serviceable mostly. Right. And it's it's not something you want to do right now. I think it's unsettling uh, in some ways. And uh, I think this kind of thing, you know, you kind of bring them in and you do the Joe Miller dude. And I think it works itself out
2: yeah and action jackson has another super chat for us thank you bro for being a part of the show appreciate you yeah man. i'll let the young bucks nitpick every flaw it, yeah c- correct it could be a woman uh, every flaw in the bill's performance against the jets as a fan that grew up in the early 90s and then experienced a long drought i'll just take the w's and shut up he's wait, not wait, wrong. i'll
3: let the young bucks nitpick who the young bucks content creator
2: just, just the guy no the guy the guys on twitter that are like complaining because we did win oh. 55 to nothing or something wait like wait
3: that. what's twitter
2: here on the Twitter box. <laughs> the Twitter box. Twitter box.
3: <laughs> hey man, Action Jackson, I have to say, you know, I kind of agree with you. And, and look, uh, you can nitpick every victory, you can nitpick yeah, every yeah, loss. Yeah. And you know, some people uh the the beauty and the disgust of social media is we all have a voice, right? Yep, yep. And you know, sometimes you need that filter, of which I have none uh you know think about where you're going to tweet first are you just going for shock value to me it's just kind of you know it's, and you're right action it's in the win column it doesn't matter how you got there as long as and this is the part where i think that uh the fan not all fan base but some fan base some people think like and you know, you, you hate it because I know we're going to look at the film. We're going to make corrections, but that's what you do. Right. (laughs) So even in a victory, they're going to go in and, you know, if I'm coaching the offensive line, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm coaching Spencer Brown hard right now. Right. You know, I'm coaching him hard and I'm looking at footwork and I'm talking to Morse a little bit about a hand placement on a block back that I saw. And I'm talking to Dion about getting that right foot off the ground a little bit better. So, you know, they're not like – you know, it's not all beers and pizza today. Sure. You know, they go sure. to work. And even in a victory, I've walked in the locker room and having played pretty well, but there's one play that I can't get out of my head, and i got to go reconcile it somehow.
2: Yeah. Uh, Wilkes26519 says, hey, John Fiena and Joe Miller, I love you both. You are number, you are, I, you're number I your number one fan right here, XOXO, Bills Mafia Girl. So you've got her totally snowed. You don't realize, like <laughs> – just kidding, John. John is a sweet man. Uh, so, so here's a question. This was great. Did you see the uh the Buffalo Bills uh, media department's little thing that they did after the after the East was won last night? With Steve so Haskin. cool, yeah, so, so cool. He wants to know right? why you weren't invited.
3: Uh, <laughs> you could have.
2: You would have been the great, a great bartender. It would have been amazing. Oh, that would
3: have been good. Right? That would have well, been good. You know, I live pretty far away and they probably have to fly me in for that. So I don't know. I mean, saving up for a new stadium, uh, the round trip tickets right now are like $664. Woof. And then you got to put me up in a hotel. And I, you know, I like to have three squares a day. So yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. commitment. So yeah, we're looking sure. at a minimum of $1,000. In- <laughs> and. I'll tell you what was I thought was great about that was was having Tasker there and like kind yeah. of snowballing the thing, right? Yeah, it was great. It was awesome, and I just you know obviously everybody knows I just adore Daryl and Janine, uh, you know on Twitter and in person. I mean they were yeah. always good to me, so it was it was fantastic. I, I mean I might have I might have got a little lemon juice in my eye, but I didn't cry.
2: Pops Mafia says the reason is because you don't know the new passcode. <laughs>
1: damn they keep
3: changing that passcode well Clark. daryl didn't know it either no well, we here's the reason i wasn't in it okay ready for this <laughs> there you go jim kelly thurman thomas daryl steve tasker <laughs> john Cena. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and, the, and the proof of that is that you're on this show with me joe miller
3: <laughs> hey come on this show rocks <laughs> this show does
2: rock it's true let's talk about the good real quick so the good okay for, the good for me in this football game we've talked about some of it already the offensive line i don't you will have to tell me what it And you've heard me say it many times even this season why if 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 ryan rick bates is the first guy off the bench and he never is the first guy off the bench so whenever dion goes out tommy doyle comes in when spencer goes out tommy doyle comes in whatever guys cody ford comes in and then they finally put the kid in and the offense just clicks bang there it is how do they not discover that in practice
3: well you keep asking the same question week in and week out. It makes me think I need to have a new host to the show. <laughs> I've never asked that question. We've talked about it in this you know, third general terms. This is his third game. This is his yeah. Third well, game. look, I mean, first of all, I think that Devin Singletary is dancing less and heading downhill more.
1: Okay. Okay. I That's don't.
3: Good. I looked. I looked at a lot of what they ran yesterday, um, and it's no different than what they've been running. In weeks past yeah. so we didn't simplify the running game right, right i mean right, we ran right. some we ran some two guard guard center pulls we ran some backside guard pulls we ran the thurman thomas play of all time we ran zone week which was a great play um and and i'm going to tell you i watched the game differently than you do i'm i'm not sitting here saying that it was an amazing performance up front i there were multiple plays where out of five guys, one guy didn't win, yeah, and and it hurt us. And we had a. I just watched the film. I mean, there were multiple yeah. plays that were one yard, no gain, two yard gains. For me, three and a half. I need three and a half. And uh, it could it could also be this fever pitch. You're getting to the you're getting to the the real part of the season, right? You see the improvement, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, look, you don't pull a guy unless they're absolutely horrid okay and we saw that this year
2: yeah i'm not talking about pulling a guy. i'm talking about a guy coming off the bench so first guy off the bench as far as that but it was, it was injury
3: bit. that put him in
2: yeah correct which it didn't which it finally did because there was nobody left so i just just to be just to confess as much as i have been the guy for two years last season and this year are you gonna punch me last year and this year who has said don't run I'm not talking a hundred to none, to no, 10, 85 to 15, just stop doing it or set, you know, use the passes up to run. I found myself in that jets game yesterday, back to reckoning back to, you know, when Fred Jackson was here, when Marshall Lynch was here, when all those great running backs were here going, you run the ball here, run the ball. And they weren't. And I was kind of upset. It's like, Singletary's doing well. Run the ball. Like this is where you're supposed to run the football. Yeah, no,
3: I agree. I mean, they they could they should have gone and figured out a way to get back to the run. Um, I'll say this too. So the evolution of the game with respect to the amount of contact that happens in uh preseason or training camp is significantly reduced overall.
2: Sure.
3: There's no two ways about it. I mean, even Marv Levy's camps, which were mild by comparison to places like Schottenheimer. Mm. right in kansas city i wonder if and you say this all the time how do you not discover the guy in practice practice there's no hitting in practice joe true true very you true. don't hit nobody very true. it's all concept based it's move it's stay loose once you're out of training camp there there isn't a ton of competition for roles and i don't even know what comp uh, what training camp looks like anymore with respect to head slamming and bashing and mm you know testosterone pumping not blowing yeah. you know fire coming out of your ears and eyeballs anymore yeah. but that's the way it used to be and so go th- this is the t- point it's hard to make a substitution evaluation given the type of yeah. competition you see in training camp super so good that's, super that's
2: good so what- and yeah, go ahead the other, I was just going to say the other good for me, the defense played lights out. I mean, the defense, they were, I mean, they just completely stifled. And, like, there was a lot of good from this football game. What do you have? Just some quick points before we get into some film.
3: Yeah, so, um, you know, the first thing that stood out to me when I watch, I always watch the trenches. And, look, the Jets up front were are nasty. That's a big physical group. And then, obviously, I'm watching – our guys when they're on offense and they, they were physical in this game. Right. Right. And even to the point where, um, you know, that guy we talked about who had that just awful performance, I watched him on multiple plays and the amount of effort and re-effort and hand movement and secondary uh, moves that were going on was really pretty great. And another thing I'll tell you right now is Matt Milano is awesome. that guy covers ground i watched the play now it was a completed pass by the jets but it was a play action i'm watching milano and then because of the way the screen works he's gone and then i see the ball going over the linebacker area gets caught and the first guy on the scene to tap the guy on the ground is matt milano and i thought to myself whoa 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 how the hell (laughs) did he get back there i just saw him in the screen and i literally like a moron i ran it back four times and i'm like holy crap he was backpedaling and he must have planted his foot turned his flipped his hips right and he was he gained another 11 yards like that
1: right he he,
3: uh on a play action and thank god it didn't bite us in the you know what they ran a really nice play action both Edmonds and milano were in the trenches in the feet of the defensive lineman. Right. And I thought, oh God, this is this. And it's all new to me because I had to watch the thing on the app, right? You don't right. see the play. Right. I thought this is this is disaster. And Milano just beat the running back on the block, and he was right in Zach Wilson's face. And I was like, Where where can this guy not play? Right. Um the secondary was I think very good, minus yeah, the play. Played real well in there. But the defense is just playing with this, this, this fire, right?
2: Yeah, they're playing super good, super good. Let's look at a couple different plays from Devin Singletary. And this, we're going to start with a big run. And the question that I posed to you in kind of show prep was, is it Devin? And you already kind of said that he's not dancing as much as he was. Uh, my question, but my question was, was it Devin? Is it the line? Is it the scheme? Which you've already answered that question too, because you talked about some pulls and then you talked about a zone, a weak zone. So. And then I asked, and then I think I said, "Is it you know, is it play calling?" So I've got a, a string of plays here from Devin, starting with the first big one, um, which this muddled mess you really can't see anything. But from the backside, which is about to come up, you can see. Oh,
3: I didn't get end zone. This could be so exciting. Yeah. So the guy, so here, the guy so here's who. Here's the end zone. So first of all, this is heavy package, right? So you got Dawson Knox tight end on the right. You got Spencer Brown tight end on the left. You got Sweeney tackle on the right.
2: So first question I have. Josh Allen is pointing the football to Devin Singletary's right, but the ball's going to come back to the left. What is with that? Is it just a fake?
3: So the design of this play, and I had I had it only from the sideline until you sent it to me, um, and I didn't get a chance to look at the end zone view, but from what I could decipher, it's almost like a modified lead. So the, the guy that makes this play go is Gilliam, right? So the playside linebacker scrapes. You got Bates and Dawkins trying to work to that linebacker, but he scrapes too fast. They end up going to the backside linebacker. But then as Gilliam is coming in, because this looks like it's supposed to go uh, Gilliam on the playside linebacker. He right. scrapes. He stops. He ends up blocking I, I, what amounts to me from the sideline view is uh, two guys. So you got got uh, Spencer Brown washing down. Right, Everybody's doing their job at this point. The defense actually is in great position here.
2: The good question is, what the hell is Spencer Brown doing on the left side?
3: (laughs) Well, when when we go heavy package, (laughs) Sweeney becomes a tack.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Tommy
3: Sweeney becomes a tackle. Yeah, you recognize this was heavy, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's heavy left, heavy left wing left. We also bring, I think it was uh, Kumaro in on the right side. I think no, uh, sorry, it's Dawson Knox to pick up that end. Yep. But the play is made by Reggie Gilliam. So, watch the linebacker scrape. He turns back.
2: Yep. Turns back. Nails him. him, Yep. And then he gets sweeps. And then
3: then the the linebacker just overruns it. But what? Okay. So, your original question is this is run as a read, right? So, he's taking the ball straight downhill. And all he's doing is looking for the soft spot with the expectation that Spencer Brown's guy was going to go outside upfield. And Gilliam is going to is gonna weave inside and lead on the play side linebacker. It's a lead draw, basically. Instead of running it from an offset eye or an eye formation, we're running it with Reggie because he's a great athlete from the wing position. And it's just so – we got lucky, right? Gotcha. We, got, we got a great play by Gilliam and a luck by the backside linebacker overrunning it because Williams – or sorry, Dawkins gets caught up in the wash and he can't – force upfield on the backside linebacker
1: right right right
2: the next one is the screen pass that you were talking about Mm -hmm. earlier to the left which i love because everybody gets blocked up which is great Mm
3: -hmm. yeah so what's interesting to me is look at the linebackers right there they're they don't know what what's going on so (laughs) you got one guy who's running up and he decides all of a sudden looks like pass and he's trying to bail out and the other linebackers at freaking nine yards depth
2: yeah what are the jets doing crazy i'm going to back this up so just to the formation so you can see it again mm-hmm. but it's funny because you talked about uh, i forget which lineman it is oh, but right, right there oh, it's 75 so, so it's williams williams is right. like so oh both
3: those guys are wrong <laughs> both those guys are wrong okay so you you there's there's certain little coaching points to offensive line never look back right and never chase a guy who goes and, out of and your, right your there, area they're, of
2: right there they're both they're, they're both, both look dude, spencer, spencer brown his shoulders to the goal line <laughs>
3: you know what they're they're thinking thank god we're running a screen for once for god's sakes you know why you know offensive linemen they love draws and screens right because it's a free play of pass protection you know we don't do that enough like every time you set for pass when you're a buffalo bill the defensive lineman thinks i'm gonna get a sack but if you mix in draw and screen And they're killing themselves to get up field. You're like, nah, 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 nah. it's a screen.
2: (laughs) What's amazing about this play to me, and you weren't necessarily kind of probably in the know last year. There was a lot of content creators that said that Mitch Morse was not an athletic offensive lineman. You see who's
3: up front, right? I I, first of all, they, you know, I don't know. Somebody's probably said it once, and then everybody wanted to repeat it. I mean, you. There really aren't any centers who aren't athletic. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: <Sorry>. <laughs> that's great just a wonderful screenplay as far as God, i, can I love
3: williams on this play though just slinging his way through the secondary man i love it
2: just finding guys and yeah. catching, catching bodies as, as jay spence likes to say okay. the next one is the uh the, the goal line uh run by uh singletary which was nothing great i wanted it mainly for i think the next look which is this one here just to kind of see everybody blocking down this is where gabe davis apparently got hurt he came out the field limping, but just the effort.
3: Yeah. Run it back real quick. I Go mean, to... you know, you're always, and we do this a little bit, everybody does this now. You involve wide receivers into the into the running game, and you know, there's risk, right? I yep. mean, but we have depth at wide receiver, not to say that anybody's expendable, even though they always talk about the guys at front like they are. This is why we have singletary, right? To put moves on guys, right? Low center of gravity. Um, not necessarily great vision, but good shake. Right. And the important thing is that he's able to make himself skinny and reach.
2: Right. Super good. And then the last one that I've got is uh, and then I'll ask you the question is is his and this comes back to the wide receiver point, but uh is his last screen pass for a touchdown, um, which I apparently lost the 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 main the main view. So in my editing, in my editing it, it got lost. But what I like here is that Ike you see Isaiah McKenzie right there is is open as well. And what he does is when he recognizes that the pass comes to Singletary, he immediately blocks down. Bang, yeah. and hits that guy.
3: It's good football. You yeah. know, it's unselfish type of football. The the type of stuff that and it look, it goes back to hard game, right? Some people are disappointed. Some Twitter freaks are losing their minds over, you know, various and sundry plays here and there. But it's those types of like little things that you don't see, like Reggie Gilliam mm. stopping and just turning back and ended up, you know, shading two guys. Right. Right. That lets motor get through and break to the right sideline. Right. And so, you, there, you know, every successful play has some little aspect of it that is like, wow, man, what mm. a great little extra effort a guy had there, you know, or, you know, he thought the play, you know, he might have, there was a situation, well, he might have thought the play was going to be over, but he just, you know, he kept going anyway or replaced yeah, yeah. his hand, got extra leverage.
2: Yeah. Well, if the answer cannot be, and I'm telling you, it cannot be all of the above, what mm-hmm. is the most uh, percentage-wise difference? Is it the the back? Is it the lineman? Is it the scheme? Is it the play calling? What is the biggest difference? Why is the run game popping right now?
3: Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think that the the entire run offense, the offensive line, the tight ends, um, and the running backs feel an enormous amount of pressure to make it better. Mm-hmm. And
2: well, we we've highlighted a lot of just bad blocks between other running backs, tight ends, and stuff like
1: that. Where can yeah, yeah, assignments. no, yeah. I
3: I know, but I think there's a you know how do I put this? You know, it's not it doesn't it doesn't come from the outside. You know, a lot of people like, oh, it's all of us saying they got to improve the run game. You know what it feels like when things are good and when they're bad. Oh yeah, not not just football. And there's an aching inside you when you're a running back and you're an offensive lineman, like, and it's not going well. Like, man, we got to fix this. Right. And sadly, you don't always fix it like that. Right. You know, you take some, takes a little bit from everybody, and everybody's little bit is different. Yeah. Now. I still I still think there's a lot of room for improvement. There's um, always room for improvement. You know, you know, I, I just I look at even the successful runs and look, I'm by no means was I ever perfect. I'll never be the one to say that I was, but we don't I get, here's the way I should say it. We don't have enough plays where all five offensive linemen are executing perfectly. Mm. Not just assignment, but physically
1: right right right
3: and that's we don't have enough of them when all five guys and it happens right there there should be multiple plays and less plays where one guy is losing a block by either technique or physical
2: there's some there's something about great offensive line play to your point when they're all firing it's poet it's poetry in motion Mm -hmm. and it it, it, you know i'm reminded of two offensive lines the first one being the 90s dallas cowboys offensive line which is probably the greatest offensive line ever assembled And then the second one would be the late 90s Denver Broncos wide zone offensive line with Terrell uh, uh, Terrell Davis. They were just – they would flow. It was just incredible to watch them flow. And as much as Terrell Davis is a Hall of Famer and maybe he deserves it, I got to wonder how much of that is just because of the scheme, Shanahan, and and those guys were just so good. They were so good at that scheme.
3: Yeah, but you didn't even name a single one of them
2: uh mark slareth was on that team i, I know a okay. bunch of the dallas guys but i know i know mark slareth slareth was on the team like if you said them i could remember their names but yeah fair enough fair enough yeah for sure
3: the next one because i
2: know you love special teams
3: yeah this is on the punter so this is 90 percent on the punter and 10 percent on the snapper so and i don't know go. jack about special teams especially in this regard but what i see is the punter moving too far forward and if you see it from the sideline he gains way too much ground as he's catching the ball he he reduces his distance by at least a yard a yard and a half right there it is right there by the time oh, he geez. catches the ball i didn't even and he takes that. these enormous steps he's kicking the ball at, a, at ostensibly like 15 to 14 yards
2: wow so right? i was so, so i was i i posed the question of you know, fans think, "Why don't they do that every time? Why don't they run Cam Lewis up the middle every time and block?" So,
3: points? so the the react the the way the center the snapper blocks this is is a little bit confusing to me because both the techniques are either in ones or twos. Does everybody know what that means?
2: No gaps. You're so gaps. the
3: the the guys closest to the snapper in three point stances are either head up on the guards, which is a two technique or slightly inside, which is a one. But both of them look like they're in twos or ones. So why is he snapping and going to his right when there is basically an equal number of guys on either side? So what happens is when the snapper goes to what we're looking at to our left, his right, the the left guard, or the up-back, not the up-back, but the left guard in this instance, has to take the one technique on an inside move Whereas if he goes straight back and does this, you know, arm spread thing mm-hmm. and he can slow a guy down just by putting his hand on his chest or his shoulder, then the left guard can only block, can block half a man and keep the outside. You can't really see me here, but you can keep the outside of your body available just to stick a hand right,
2: chip a guy, yep.
3: on Jaquan Johnson. Right. Mm-hmm. But he can't do it because the, the snapper goes away. The guard has to sell out. On the two technique, and that opened up the gap. Here we go. But beyond that, the 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 punter is painfully slow, and he's like the, I mean, he's like the police. Giant steps are what you take walking (laughs) on the moon. I mean, I was like, (laughs) holy crap, slow and long, not good for punting.
2: Super good. Let's transition to the work, and there wasn't a lot of it in this game. There was, I mean, the defense played lights out. Josh Allen had his moments of struggle, um, just completing passes. But by and large, the offense played. I mean, they what, they punted nine times in this football game. The work is the punter, right? The punter needs work. I, I could find one play. And again, the replay wasn't working, so I didn't have the opportunity to really kind of grab good stuff. Um, in your opinion, what is needed? There's always a list, you say of things yeah. that need to be worked on well what, what's sticking out to you
3: i mean they got to look at those pass plays where he's going right and he's throwing left and figure out well, sure. what's the miscommunication now those could be read routes right yeah and josh is thinking that uh the guy has outside leverage so he's throwing it in and it doesn't happen figure that out that's yeah that's a little bit curious to me
1: yeah Tim. timmy um,
2: oh go ahead sorry
3: yeah i mean i i did see that the Jets ran a lot of play action and our linebackers did suck up a little bit. I that would be a concern for me against the Patriots. I'd definitely keep my eyeballs on that. I loved the fact that they brought that heavy package in. Um, and the, I think they kind of, kind of borrowed that idea from the Patriots. Mm. You know, if you don't and and Dawson actually had some pretty nice point of attack blocks in this last game, mm. but There's no reason to expose them to it all the time. we got a great arm at quarterback. If we throw in an offensive lineman at tight end and go heavy package, that doesn't really take away from our ability to expose the secondary. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to see a little bit more of that worked in because it worked. Wouldn't it be nice to run a little heavy back at the guys that ran it against us when their quarterback threw the ball three times and stick it in their ear? I'd love that. Uh, offensive line play. We got to figure out how we can get all five guys successful on 75 to 85% of our run plays, both assignment free. We say assignment free, meaning no mistakes, Mm -hmm. assignment free football and physical winners. Um, Mm. and you know, I think Devin Singletary shoulders down shoulders at the line of scrimmage whether it's a read play or a design play forces him to accelerate toward the line of scrimmage rather than dance so do you understand what i'm saying
1: yeah 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 we've talked so we've when, a lot he's of got, when he ago. when he's
3: taking that hand off and his shoulders yep. are aiming towards the sideline 35 45 degree angle i i don't think he's got the vision um, or the decisiveness to then just make a cut and go. I right. think he's a downhill guy and making shorter cuts rather than bigger cuts.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. No, that totally makes sense. And, it and it'd th-
3: be nice to have a little better punting.
2: Nothing <laughs> <The laughs> uh... for me. The only thing for me, and this is just from a fan standpoint, fan aspect. You know, is and that's what I am. I'm, I'm a fan first and a fan foremost. This The the feel of the offense in the second and third quarters, even with the wind, very much felt to me again like Dable was just out of touch with, with what was going on in the game. We have a game plan. We're going to run it.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: don't care what the defense is doing. I don't care what the weather is doing. I don't care how Josh is playing. I don't care how the offense, and as much as you hear them say things like, you know, we're going to feed the hot hand. You know, we're going to go with what works. You know, Josh saying, you know, if, if I don't like a play, I'm not going to run it type stuff. You hear this stuff but then you also hear them say things as well that we never once considered moving out of that formation or or out of that personnel grouping they they last night they they ran they stayed in a, a, a i think that i can't remember what package it was they stayed in a certain uh, personnel package most of the night when it wasn't working there's just a a, a reluctancy to move out of something that's not working it' it's, it's not working well it doesn't matter we're just going to keep running so for me there's just a that's I still would just like to see more feel from Brian Dable. Yeah,
3: look, I get that. But to you and many people, you know, the game plan is the comprehensive playbook. But you don't do that. You know, you dial it down. So when you talk about adjustments, you don't – when we talk about adjustments as players and coaches, we don't go beyond – too, too far beyond what we have prepped for that week, Sure, you know, because you can't practice everything. Right. And, and you're, you're dictating what you're going to program for the week based on the film that you've chosen to break down for that particular game. Like when, when, when they're game planning for the Patriots this week, they don't watch 17 games. Mm -mm. They pick uh, three to four games uh, against teams with the most uh, uh, I guess the offense that's most like ours. Right. And that's how the game plan. Gotcha. Now, I'm not going to say that adjustments can't be made, but it's not like it's not like you're struggling. And then you say, you know what? We didn't practice this all week, but we're going to run a play that we ran three weeks ago. Right. So you can make formation adjustments. You can make some sort of um, route adjustments based on the type of secondary rotation that you're seeing um especially that comes into play when they do something that you weren't expecting Mm -hmm. but those aren't easy adjustments because you know you spend all week running a limited number of plays so much of what you do as a player is in the administrative office studying playbooks studying film and the amount of reps for two reasons you know you can't be on the field for four hours a day Right. God, nobody has the attention span, right? Meet long, meet wrong. Right. It's the same thing with practice. The longer a practice goes, it's it's a diminishing return.
1: Right, right, right. So
3: yeah, I mean, could we do better? Yes. I don't know exactly how because I'm not privy to exactly the pointed nature of the game plan and you know, when it goes wrong, what the what the changes can, can be.
2: Well, we're getting a little bit long in the tooth of the show. It's been a great show, uh, great conversation. Uh especially for a football game that was kind of I don't know. Just kind of was, mm-hmm. right? There wasn't a whole lot to take away. Uh with the last couple minutes, what are your expectations Buffalo Bills meet the New England Patriots in the first round of the playoffs for the third time this season they're going to meet them 8:15 yeah. Saturday night. Where mm-hmm. where are you at in your mind and in your heart in this football game?
3: Well, you know, I I'm I I just have a lot of trepidation right i mean (laughs) you've got even guys on this patriots team that are new to the team in the past couple of years you're just buoyed by the amount of history and success that's been happening for the past decade or more and the expectation and geez, then they just prepare right they are so good at preparing and it, it is I'm, uh, you know, I'm concerned, right? They're coming mm-hmm. off a, a kind of an ugly loss. We're three, coming off three out of the a victory. Four,
2: three out of the last four. They've lost yeah. three out of the last four games.
3: Right. And good teams, teams that make the playoffs, don't stay in a losing rut for very long. Right, right. So, you know, I obviously I predict our Bills are going to win, but anybody who thinks uh, it's not going to look a little bit like the game that you saw yesterday, i mm-hmm. uh yeah, it's not gonna be it's not going to be pretty at times and you're just gonna have to take a deep breath and uh, yeah. ride it out look it's it's like when I watch a game I'm I'm not a pessimist but I understand the pendulum yeah you know and it's what I said last week on the worldwide interwebs Twitter box is you know bad luck like good luck wanes yep for sure right and yep, you just, you just gotta you got to make hay while the sun is shining right? So first quarter, we have the wind. I would have preferred to have 14 or 17, right? And then we're against the wind for two quarters. You know, you got to hang tough. So when times are bad, you got to hang tough. You got to tackle better. You got to pursue better. You got to be on your assignments, your gap control. Um, And somebody, and this was the beauty of the 90s bills, is there was a feeling by everybody in the room that I was going to make the next play. I was going right. to make the next right. great block. Right. Right. I wasn't looking for somebody else to do it. Right. And I got that mentality from my, you know, my deceased uh, college coach, Dick Tomey. He used to say, who's going to be the guy? If you're not thinking you're the guy, then be careful. Because if everybody's not thinking they're the guy, then nobody's the guy.
1: That's right. That's right. That's so solid.
3: You, every time the ball snapped, you got to be thinking, I'm the guy that's going to make the chip block or you know, the tipped pass or, you know, the gap control.
2: Yep. One last super chat before we get up on out of here from Triggs. Belichick B, I don't know what that means, is going puckering when he sees Josh Allen. I guess he's saying Belichick's butt is going to be puckering when he sees Josh, Josh So So Belichick, Belichick has a decent amount of respect for Josh Allen, I believe. Uh, Belichick doesn't work his way to quarterbacks often post game. And the last game, Belichick worked his way to Josh Allen. And there was an interesting little kind of hug and moment there where Belichick, I think, was just kind of like, You got us. Like, you're a good one. Like, do you, do you feel that?
3: Yeah, look, I, 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 my experience with Bill is what it is. I have the highest and deepest respect for the guy. And he is very much the equivalent of, uh, uh, and I'm going to go with movie reference here, right? For the Titanic, right? Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a woman's heart is is as deep as the ocean. Right. So there's a billion things we haven't heard come out of Bill's mouth. But sure. I guarantee you there is no lack of respect for any player in this league. Um, it, Bill just doesn't stand up there and spout off about it all the time he's yeah you know he's he's a two-word guy <laughs> that's his deal
2: that's right that's right one last super chat from action jackson uh bro you've been uh, or girl you've been awesome in this in the show and i appreciate you i'm gonna be nervous all week me too uh as we all will be but there are so many indicators that point to our favor in the uh point in our favor for this game against the patriots bring them on let's do this that's the perfect way to end the show i think the buffalo bills are the better football team to action jackson's point the bills just got to go out there and execute for lack of a better term they need to go out there and just be who they were in the second game i think they had the they had the the guns to beat them in the first game they just outcoached themselves if that makes any sense so
3: yeah you miss a field goal and then it comes down to another you know so i I will agree that there isn't there are two indicators that for me are huge, right? The defense, we've had some spotty run play, def- run defense, which has been improving.
1: Yeah, right? for sure. We had for two sure.
3: games, which were just kind of ugly For against sure. the run. And we're seeing that turn around. So they bring that same run stopping ability to the Patriots and make no mistake about it. They're going to run the ball. Yeah. Uh, that, that bodes well. I think there's a general kind of head scratching anger about, not anger but let's get this fixed right now for the passing game mm-hmm. um, for us you know yeah. communication errors or whatever happened and I think that despite winning there are, there were opportunities that were lost and that really keeps guys hungry yeah. you know for for vast improvement yeah and I love the way Stefan Diggs is playing right now
2: me to playing like a man on fire, ladies and gentlemen. You have been tuned into the Off Tackle with John Fina show, brought to you by Q42 on the Buffalo Rumbling's Vidcast Multicast and Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joe Miller, here with my guy, Crinkling the Can, the Beer Can, John Fina, the uh, the the formidable, the awesome, the ever present John Fina. John, any final words before we get up on out of here?
3: Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Final show of the regular season. We're just so happy to have you guys as an audience and uh, hopefully, you know, you disagree with me a little bit and you get off this and say Fina's an idiot and somebody else listens to the podcast and then the two of you go out to the yard and fight it out. Fight <laughs> to the death. Um, you know, I don't I don't claim to be right. I just claim to have an opinion. Yep. Uh but we've we've had a great time it's and a great season. I you know, I'm I'm nervous too. Action yeah. Jackson. I mean, I get a little I get a little bit of uh, butterflies in the belly right now. And just so you know, the players feel it too from time to time, especially in in playoff week prep. But I think we get solid, man. I think we got to hit our stride and, and we got the guys to do it.
2: Awesome. Well, for me, for John Fina, uh, for Buffalo Rumblings and all the Buffalo Rumblings crew, we love you guys. It's been a great season. We got what, one week at a time from here on out. So we got at least one more week coming at you. So for me, for John, go Bills. Go Bills. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks.